0: Some people think they're too good to make money. Making money is something that dirty hoodwinkers, con artists do. And then some people think they're not good enough to make money. They're not worthy of money. They're not worthy of charging for their skills. And then there's some people who just bat backwards and forwards manically depressively from thinking they're too good to too bad, to too good, to too bad to make money. Here is an excerpt from a class that I ran as part of the course that I'm offering to help people like coaches, people in financial services, yoga teachers, Spanish teachers, maths tutors, massage therapists, anyone who's basic bread and butter is booking clients to teach them how to book clients naturally and effortlessly and make more money either in person or online. I hope you enjoy. People have all sorts of reasons and justifications for why they don't want to tell other people what they're doing to help whether it's, oh, I don't want to come across as salesy or I'm too good and pure to sell a product. I'm not fit for money. The world is that sort of. oh, then I'd have to manipulate people into buying something. And it's really not like that at all. In fact, it's people who have those kind of views that will be more, Manipulative in their sales communication because they've still not got the fact that they can just provide value for value. And with sympathy, that's maybe why they shy away from it because they think the only way to do it is to hoodwink someone or something like that. The funny thing is just I don't know if things were different in like the seventies or like there was a time where or we just get that impression. maybe it was always that the authentic way was the better way uh, or and we just uh, assimilated these weird ideas of what it means to sell from the media and movies and things like that. but in my experience, connecting authentically is the way to sell. Someone said to me the other day, a client, I like the way that you do things because you just, you know, I've been speaking to him for a couple of years before he booked, you just like build relationships with people or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know. And I found that very complimentary. And I was speaking to a guy in L.A. who... Does fundraising for Reason Magazine and he's, um, he's been doing that for decades. You know, wealthy dude. I was staying over at his house with his partner. He had a great chance and he was just like, it's just all relationships. And he's quite modest as well because he doesn't really know anything else. Like he just went into it when he was in college and he says, you know, they've got me on until they find someone who actually knows what they're doing, you know, kind of jokingly. But it's just for him. It's, you know, meeting people, meeting wealthy people, schmoozing them, finding out what they're into, you know, sending them a present if they see something that they might be interested in, you know, showing that they are paying attention, caring, treating people like they matter because they do. And there's no real contradiction between that and selling. In fact, I don't really consider what I do to get clients selling. Now that might just be a marketing mindset and a catchphrase, like this isn't really even selling. But I kind of I I feel like I, and the thing is, I don't have anything against selling, actually. Or marketing, or advertising. I actually think these are noble professions. Because if you have a product and you don't know how to market it or sell it or advertise it, that's kind of like being in love with someone and them not being in love with you. It's like, this is just so f- fucking good. Like, why don't you, why don't you just I, I would love you so much. Like, I would just be so good for you. Why don't you just, so you, so people, business people need marketers and advertisers and sales people. I, when I say I don't think what I'm doing is selling, I kind of feel like, um, It's just a natural progression of the relationship when the when you demonstrate that someone is, that what you have to offer is helpful to someone. So I don't really want a abrupt gear shift between the relating and the sales conversation. In fact, if you get really good at that initial call, The other people ask you, what do you charge? How can I work with you? And so forth. So also, I don't want someone that's on the fence. I mean, if they're a little bit on the fence, it's like, yeah, come on, let's try it out and see if you like it or not. But I don't really want to forcefully push someone over the edge because then they've got my energy to bring them up to the point where they're willing. And then as soon as my energy drops for whatever reason, like I, they, they fall below the buying temperature, as they sometimes call it, in the industry. And then I have to keep on inflating their enthusiasm. I don't want that. Like um one person got in touch about this course and said, I am tentatively interested in your course. And it really didn't sit well with me at all. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll interview you. And, you know, when I get through everyone else that I need to interview. Uh, and then I sent him a message later. I, I just, it just left a really bad feeling with me. So I sent him a message later saying, on second thought, I'm not even tentatively interested in tentatively <laughs> interested. I was like, tentatively, I I was like, tentatively interested can take a tentative hike. And I was like, (laughs) once you come back to me telling, uh, once you come back to me and tell me, I can't fucking wait to make tons of money changing people's lives, then I will give you a free discovery call pronto, right? Mm -hmm. And guess what? He fucking loved it. So... He was like, he was like, I can't wait to feel that way in a few months when my schedule clears up. So maybe I'll contact, maybe you'll contact me. Maybe you won't. It doesn't really matter. Right. I felt good because I felt funny with that. And I processed it through and I was uh, authentic. Like I know a coach, a very wealthy guy's r- r- written a ton of books that um, actively tries to convince people not to book him at the end of Discovery Calls, you know, are you sure you wanna do this? Because I'm expecting a lot of commitment from you, etc. etc. It's that's like it's all that's almost cheesy at that point. Is that kinda of like reverse psychology? I well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's using it as reverse psychology or not. Maybe maybe he is. It's like maybe he's just a player, right? But I mean, I guess it sounds like he is using it as reverse psychology, doesn't it? When you put it like that, I don't know if he's just doing it to, I don't know if he's actually saying to the person, like, are you sure? But I'm not, I'm not using any of those gimmicks either. Again, not because I'm against sales, but just because I like this smooth transition. Yeah, so that's it. If someone isn't bought in enough, enough, tell them to come back when they can use some help changing their fucking lives, right? That might wake them up a little bit. So, But here's the thing. What I will do is I will pursue someone if I know I can help them and I think that they know I can help them but they're just insecure and don't know if they can do it. So... Because most people don't have the confidence to stand up for themselves or to believe in their value yet. And they need you to believe in them that extra bit. Just like as training wheels, so to speak, as stabilizers, as we call them in the UK, until they get to the point where they see it through their own eyes because they're seeing the change and they're going, Right now, I've got the evidence to have confidence in the, myself. So I remember this was many years ago. I wasn't sure if I should do this or not, but I got off this discovery call and we we had a really good session. And she went away and she's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm, you know, I think I'm just going to focus on improving my mindset for just now and this and that." And I said, I sent her an email. Which was quite aggressive for me because I'm not like that by nature. And I was like, if that's what, you know, I just said, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But here, like, basically you've been trying this for years and it's quite likely that if you continue that way, you're going to get the same thing as you are now because, you know, if you could have, if you could have solved it already, I might not have said this, but, you know, the upshot was if you could solve it on your own by now, you probably would have. It might be a little bit like trying to sew your own fingers back on, you know. So I I felt like, oh, I don't know if I should do this or not. But she got back to me and she was like, yeah, you're right. So she booked and I think for a block and then I think at least one or two other blocks after that. And we did good work. So that Some people might think more is selling, but I just, I sent a, you can take it or leave it email to stand up for her because I could see that she needed standing up for. And if at that point she'd been like, no, sorry, that was fine. I was ready to walk away. I wasn't going to continue to pursue it, but I wanted to present what I think this could help that person with. Why? I think they should take up, and that's not to be general. That's to be very specific to that person. So what what it is you're doing for people, how it helps them, who is it suited to, why it's suited to them, why it's likely to work for them based on what you know about them, their personality, their skills, their predispositions, your relationship with them, why you, you're a good person to do that. So if you can put that in plain language, that takes, and more so, you give a demonstration of all that, then you're just having a conversation. Now, you could call that selling And in in the end of the day, if all works well, you're going to sell something. But one thing is it takes the pressure off. And I guess if you're going to if you're going to call that selling, then you can basically call any conversation where anyone tries to tell someone the benefit of anything selling, which Maybe true philosophically, in a sense, you could say anytime someone tries to convince someone of anything or try to take an action, you could say all of that's selling. But then we don't really have a very useful definition of selling because that's like half of what we do when we communicate anyway. So sometimes you might need to fake it till you make it a bit when it comes to confidence when you're pitching and stuff like that. And then maybe that is selling, but when it becomes part of who you are, so your whole sales process is meeting with people, relating with them, connecting with them, finding out what their needs are and their, how, how you can serve them. If you can serve them, then giving a demonstration of how you can serve them. So that they can see it for themselves and they think I want more of that, then that's a very nice way to sell if that is selling. And you know, it's, it's, it, it uses some skills that I just use when I meet people anyway to get to know them. You know, then you find out about people, then I'm touring the USA, so I'm meeting people all the time, but then I, meet other people in another city and I talk to them and I find out what they're up to and I'm like, oh, I met someone in Vegas that might be helpful to you to to speak to. As, and then I, I put them in touch, which is great because I don't need to do any extra work to help them. All I've done is put them in contact with someone. So, is that selling? I don't know. Anyway, if you've got something to useful to offer the world or to offer a specific person and you don't make it clear to them that you've got this to offer, then they're missing out on the opportunity to enhance their life. So you kind of have a little bit of a responsibility once you're clear on what your offer is to tell everyone because they might know someone that will be useful too. Cool. So that's the opening lecture. I'm probably going to excerpt it and put it on my podcast. Uh, How are you guys doing? Now, with that sentiment expressed, if you or someone that you know would benefit from making more money by enlisting more clients or higher paying clients, perhaps you can send me a little email, anthony at beyourselfandloveit.com to discuss whether I might be able to help you.